Over a hundred times in St. John Bosco's life, God would communicate to him through visions at night while he slept. He would later relate them to his oratory boys, conveying the lessons he learned and would refer to them as dreams, though oftentimes during these experiences, he felt that they were entirely real. Today we're going to hear the saint's dream about satanic cats that hindered his oratory boys from making a good confession. You're watching The Miracles and Prophecies of St. John Bosco, a project of America Needs Fatima. I'm your host, Matthew Miller. On April 4th, 1869, Don Bosco told the young people gathered in his study after evening prayers the following dream. I was standing near my bedroom door to go out, and all of a sudden I looked around and found myself in the church amid a crowd of young people filling it to capacity. They were from the Turin Oratory, from the towns of Lanzo and Mirabello, along with many others I had never met. They were not praying, but seemed to be preparing for confession. A huge crowd was waiting for me by my confessional under the pulpit. After watching it a little, I asked myself, how on earth can I possibly hear all of these confessions? I feared I was asleep and dreaming. I clapped my hands and heard the noise to ensure I was awake. To make sure again, I stretched out my arm and touched the wall behind my little confessional. Confident that I was awake, I said, since I'm here, I might as well hear confessions, and began doing so. However, seeing that crowd of young men, I got up to check to see if any other confessor could help. Seeing there was none, I went to the sacristy to ask for a priest to hear confessions. At that point, I saw here and there young men with a noose around their necks and squeezing their throats. And I asked, why do you have that noose? Take it off. They didn't answer, but just stared at me. Help, I told someone. Take that noose off. The young man answered, I can't take it off. Someone behind me is holding it. Come and see for yourself. I focused carefully on that multitude of young men and saw two very long horns protruding behind the shoulders of many. I got a little closer to get a better look. Turning around the back of the one closest to me, I saw clutching the noose an ugly, big, cat-shaped beast with long horns and a hideous snout. It lowered its snout and hid between its paws, crouching as if to avoid being seen. I asked the young man and others for their names, but they wouldn't answer. I questioned the ugly animal and it hid even more. So I said to a young man, Look, go to the sacristy and tell its director, Father Merloni, to give you the holy water pail. The young man soon returned with the pail, but then I noticed that each young man had behind him an animal as insolent as the first, which was increasingly curling up as if seeking to hide. Again, I feared I was asleep. I took the aspergillium and asked one of those cats, Tell me, who are you? Looking at me, the animal widened its mouth, stretched out its tongue, and gritted its teeth as it tried to pounce on me. Tell me quickly, 
What are you doing here, you ugly beast? You can rage as you please. I don't fear you. See, I'll wash you clean with this holy water. The monster looked at me, horrified, and squirmed so that his hind legs came up and touched its front shoulders. It again tried to pounce on me. I looked at it carefully and saw that it was holding many nooses. Now tell me, what are you doing here? And I raised the aspergillium. Then he broke free and tried to escape. You will not flee, I continued. Stay, I command you. He growled and presented the nooses to me, saying, Look. Tell me, I continued, what are these ropes? What do they mean? Don't you know, it replied. With the three nooses, I tie up young men to make a bad confession. With them, I bring with me ninety percent of humanity to perdition. How? Oh, I don't want to tell you because you'll reveal it to young people. Listen, I want to know what these three nooses are about. Speak up or I'll throw holy water on you. Yeah, have mercy. Send me to hell, but don't throw that water on me. Speak up in the name of Jesus Christ. The monster, twisting fearfully, replied, I tightened this first noose to make young people silent about sins and confession. What about the second one? The second is to push them to confess without contrition. The third? I don't want to tell you about the third. What? You don't want to tell me? I'll throw this holy water on you. No, no, I'll speak, it screamed. Haven't you heard enough? I've already said too much. As it kept raging, I said, I want you to tell me so I can report it to the boy's spiritual directors, and raised my arm, repeating the threat. Flames and a few drops of blood came out of its eyes, and it said, The third is for them not to make firm resolutions, and not follow the confessor's warnings. You ugly beast, I shouted for the second time. Then, in a general uproar, all the other horrible cats, which had hitherto tried to hide, began a dull murmur, broke into groans, and took out their vengeance on the one who had spoken. Seeing that disarray, and figuring I would gain nothing more from those beasts, I raised the aspergillium and threw holy water on the big cat who had spoken. Now go, I said, and it disappeared. I then threw holy water on all sides, and those monsters rushed away in all directions with great clamor. At that noise, I awoke and found myself in bed. Dear young people, I couldn't believe how many of those boys had a noose around their necks and a cat behind their backs. Now we know what those three nooses are for. The first noose ties a young person to keep him silent in confession, closing his mouth so he fails to confess everything out of shame. For example, instead of saying he committed four sins, he instead says three or four, lacking sincerity. The second noose causes a lack of sorrow, and the third, a lack of resolve not to sin again. So if we want to break these snares and pry them out of the devil's hand, let us confess all sins and seek genuine sorrow and a firm resolve to obey our confessor. Just before going on its rampage, the monster said to me, The fruit of confession must be an amendment. 
look to see how young people profit from confessions. If you want to know if I keep them tied, see whether they amend. I also wanted to make the devil tell me why he was behind the backs of the youths. He answered, so they would not see me, and I could more easily drag them down into my kingdom. I noticed many more than I had thought had those monsters behind them. Give this dream what weight you will. The fact is that I sought to observe and see whether what I dreamed was true and found that it was indeed. Therefore, let us take advantage of this opportunity to gain a plenary indulgence by making a good confession and receiving communion. Let us do what we can to free ourselves from the devil's snares. These visions or dreams contained powerful advice from above and were a clear sign of his prophetism. If you'd like to hear about how God protected him from evil anti-Catholic assassins, please click on the video above me here. Thank you all so much for watching and Godspeed.